So all of our agents, actually not all of them, but the majority of agents are full-time W-2 on salary. So totally different model. What we found was that agents who are on salary perform a lot better. You're listening to The Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Hello, residents of the great state of Arizona. Hello, the Azria Show listeners. How are you guys doing today? I'm excited about our show on today. Today, we have Michael Bennett based out of Cali, but he is now an Arizona resident. And we are going to be talking about today, just working with investors. We're going to be talking about Atlas Real Estate Group. We're going to be talking about quite a few things today. So button up, put on your headphones while you're out there jogging, walking, running, working out. Listen to me, Marcus Maloney, my co-host, Mike Delpre, and we have Michael Bennett. All right. So let's rock and roll and let's get into it on today. So as the Azria show continues on, what we want to do is we want to make sure that we bring credible investors here to the show and not only investors, but we also work with companies. We work with agents, we work with title companies, and we have all of that prepped and ready for you, you know, being a member of Azria. So if you're not a member, you better come on and become a member, go to Azria.org, Azria.org and become a member. So Michael Bennett, man, starting out, give us your backstory. Who is Michael Bennett? How did you get into real estate? Yeah, great question. So I actually had a tech career right out of college. I landed with a great company in Santa Barbara and didn't really intend to stay in that career for 12, 13 years like I ultimately did, but it was a great company. The money was good. And eventually I got burned out, which is why I, I ended up in real estate, but it was a, a fantastic career. It just wasn't for me. And I really didn't understand what I was doing with my finances. I was looking okay. at Hey, how am I going to retire? Can I retire at all? Can I retire early? Because I'd really like to retire early. <laughs> and I knew some investors and they were all doing great. And I was like, I need some of that. I need to figure out what those people know. Because you know, this career, it's been good for me in my 20s, but it's really not what I want to do for the next 30 years, certainly. I just I couldn't see that. I, I couldn't see the next five years in that career. And I was traveling a lot, probably two trips every month across the country, giving sales presentations. And you know, I was just getting burned out on that. I wanted to do something that I really love, something that I felt some passion for. So and that's did, how I got to real estate. Where did you see, you said there's investors you knew yeah. doing that inspired you or, you know, so who, where'd you find them? Were they working with you? Were you going to investment meetups? Like, what Yeah. Well, one of them was, one of them was, I knew a guy, his wife was in real estate mm -hmm. in Santa Barbara and they were buying houses, flipping houses, okay. having rentals. He's driving a Range Rover. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, you're making all this money doing tech stuff. And then you're putting it to work for you in real estate. And then I also have a very good family friend who's um, retired now from a, a long career in, in corporate America and mm -hmm. Silicon Valley. And, and, you know, now he has rentals paying, you know, for his entire lifestyle. He's, he's retired. Um, he's got hundreds of units and he was pretty far beyond, you know, where I am now, but 
I just saw that that's where I wanted to be when I was 50, 55, 60 years old was, you know, living off the passive income from my investment. So, you know, I was asking them questions and and trying to help and and reading books. Yeah. So there was investors that I knew just in a couple of places. None of them were truly mentors, which I found later with Atlas. Awesome. All right. Something that a lot of people have a misconception about, they they think that the mentor, quote unquote, have to be the person that sit across from you and tell you everything to do. But it's basically a mentor is just someone that guides you and show you your own capabilities and then steer you in the direction that you need to go into. So you did have those mentors prior to Atlas, but Atlas kind of just formally developed that, you know, within you. So tell me, Mike, so you were you were doing all of this stuff. And then how did you come across or how did you get into your first deal? Because we're still dealing with your backstory. You know, yep. some people will know who you are and how you how you did it. So we were in Santa Barbara and it's an expensive market. You know, everybody knows that, you know, a two bedroom condo is five hundred thousand dollars starting, you know, maybe mm-hmm. six now. So my wife and I, my girlfriend at the time, but but my wife now, we're thinking, hey, are we even going to stay in California? Are we going to try and buy a house in this market? Or are we going to go somewhere else and you know, go put our money to work in a market that is a little bit more friendly, something okay. that's still growing, that has some momentum, but is at a lower price point? So we ended up moving out to Denver, Colorado. And when we got there, we were immediately looking for agents, investor-friendly agents that could help us. Mm-hmm. You know, I had been listening to podcasts, reading books just thinking about real estate for two, three years nonstop. And once we got to Denver, I knew, hey, this is a place where we can get our first deal. So we went to meetups, just searching Google, going on meetup.com, going on Facebook, just looking for agents and eventually came across Atlas who runs uh, what we call the Real Estate Investment Hour. And I actually have a webinar now, the Real Estate Investment Hour for house hacking. So I went to that as a prospective client, just looking to meet like-minded people, other investors. And we went to that first meeting and then we went to the next one and we kind of became friends with Mike Hills, who's our designated broker, our agent, became our agent on that first deal. And from there I knew, hey, this, these are our people. This is our agent. You know, we, we met some other folks and went to some meetups and just didn't feel right. But we just kept going and looking for those people that we clicked with. And that's how we eventually found Atlas. And so we started working with Mike and he was sending us deals. And, you know, 2019 uh, is when we, when we got our, our first deal, which is a duplex um, near Sloan's Lake in Denver, if you know okay. where that is. And we had been looking for about six months. It was a real tight market. We were losing the cash buyers, you know, not unlike uh, what we're seeing Same now. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just stuck with it. And eventually, you know, we had developed a good rapport with Mike, our agent, and he brought us an off-market deal. And he said, hey, you're the only one that knows about this deal. Go take a look at it. Let me know if you want it. We went, we saw the area, we saw the potential of what it could be. We saw the five different paint colors on the inside from looking out the windows. We saw the, you know, 30-year-old wallpaper in the kitchen. We saw that. And we said, uh, yeah, we'll take it. And so that's how we got that first deal. We put 5% down conventional loan. uh, And that was the first one. Real quick, hold that thought. So a couple of key points that you know I caught there was one, Mike was your broker. Or yeah. He was your agent feeding you off-market deals or investment properties. Yeah. So you met him networking mm-hmm. and 
it's relationships is what I'm getting at. Absolutely. Right. He gave you first shot at that deal because he believed in you. He wanted to help you. He could get, he could have blasted it out. He could have sent it anywhere he wanted, but he gave it to you. So that's one of the most important things why we want to do the Esri show or being an Esri member is the relationships. Cause I, I believe that this business is more than 80% of, of in real estate. It's all about relationships. I agree a hundred percent. So yeah. off market and, and then just to kind of piggyback off of what Mike was saying also with the relationships, you had the initiative to say, okay, this is something that I'm, I'm looking at doing. Let me get out here and let me start taking action. Let me go to meetups. Let me start talking to people. Let me, you know, try and find where my community is. And once you found that community with Atlas, it was full go, you know? So totally. <laughs> how long did it go from, I think you answered this. I think you said six months from the time you met your broke, your agent, Mike to closing that first deal. How long was that? You know, it was probably like 10 months from that first meetup, you know, maybe four months from then to the time we got serious. And then six months from when we started to when we actually closed. So did you get discouraged at all? Did you and your oh, wife yeah, get for discouraged? Sure. For okay. sure. Yeah. We lost, you know, you get your heart, um, <laughs> you know, broken a couple of times, you know, and you try not to be emotional. That's what everybody tells you. Don't get emotionally tied to deals, but it's really hard, especially when it's your first one and you go to a deal and it looks perfect and it's in the right area and you can see yourself here and you run the numbers and man, the numbers look good. And then you lose out to a cash buyer who, you know, bid 30, 50,000 more than you oh, are able to yeah. pay. Man, that hurts. And so yeah, you take a week, you lick your wounds and you know, you, you keep at it. And, um, that's exactly keep at it. Yep. That's, yep. That, that's the most, that's what I wanted to say. Yep. Great. Point. And maybe a month went by at some point where we just didn't look at deals, you know, cause I think we started looking in October, November, we closed in, in April. So I probably didn't look at anything in, in December, early January, okay. but you know, come back when you're, you're feeling rejuvenated and say, Hey Mike, anything, you know, anything coming to the table? I'm, I'm looking at the listings you're sending me, you know, I'm not seeing anything, you know, anything coming up, you know, mm -hmm. just, you kind of got to be the squeaky wheel sometimes yeah. because I know uh, me, I have conversations every single day with people that want to invest and the ones that stay closest to me, I'm feeding more deals to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're getting the deals. You Absolutely. Know? Great. So you, you, so now you found the deal because your relationship, no one had access to it. So you weren't going to get outbid by 50 grand. No, nope. you moved quick. So you started talking about the financing. So you got a conventional loan. You said 5% down. Yep. Conventional okay. 5%. I don't know that that actual loan program is available. Well, yeah. Any, this was a couple of years ago. Anymore. Yeah. Um, I think there are income requirements now that you have to be okay. under, but you, you can still get a multifamily property with an FHA loan. It was a duplex, you said. It was a duplex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 5% down conventional on that. Awesome. One. Yeah. Let me ask you this real quick. As far as your wife, mm -hmm. because sometimes, you know, one party may say, yep, I want to be a real estate investor. We're going to go all out and go broke because this is what I want to do. And the other one may say, no, we need the nine to five, you know, just let's be conservative and make sure we do it. How did you guys navigate that? Yeah. Good question. So I'm a salesperson. I have my first sales job at 16 and that's all I had ever done. So I had been selling my wife on investing in real estate for a couple of years before we ever, you know, got okay. to that point where we were making offers. And by that time she was on board. You know, so I'm reading books, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm talking with her about it, saying, Hey, if we do this, this is where we'll be in the future. This is where we, 
we'll be in five years or 10 years and, and in 30 years. And she's smart. I didn't have to sell her that hard. She wants, we had the same goals. And that's really important in a partnership yep. is that you do have the same goals. But for sure, in the beginning, it was like, hey, we're going to buy a duplex and we're going to live in half of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's what you did. So yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. So I'm actually probably the, the worst house hacker in the world because <laughs> you know we didn't even rent out the other side of that duplex for the year that we lived there. Yeah, we, we kept it vacant. We had some family stay there. We had storage down there. It needed fixing up over time. We had you know completely fixed up the, uh, the lower unit, the garden level unit, okay. a lot of those out in Denver. And we just value the privacy. You know, there's one laundry room shared, one yard. So for us, just owning the property, just having, um, you know, that privacy was more important than, I don't know, $1,200, $1,400 that it's renting for now. And we knew, hey, we're giving up some money now, but we're going to hold this property for a long time. So, you know, to me, the big thing about house, house hacking is that there's a lot of different ways to do it. And it has to be sustainable. It's like a diet. Okay. You know, if you choose a diet that you can't sustain, you're going to be off that diet real quickly. And I don't want roommates. And, and we just didn't want a, another person um, okay. living that close to us. But, you know, we're still able to put the 5% down and, and house hack the property by putting down a low down payment and not a 20 or 25% down payment. Okay. And so now the property is fully rented out. So you still right. own it to this day? Yeah. Awesome. And yep. how much rents do you get in each? We're getting 13, 13 or 1400 and 1900 Oh, wow. So a, yeah. And your mortgage a payment? Uh, it's about 2800 Nice. So you, you guys took a, non, a non-conventional approach to house hacking. Because normally when you go into that house hack, you say, all right, I'm going to live upstairs and then I'm going to run out downstairs or vice versa. So, and the reason why I'm getting at this is because a lot of times when you're young, the woman and, and please, ladies, don't don't beat me up about this. It could be the woman or the man say, you know what? I want my privacy. I want the, the single family home with the white picket fence, the two point five kids and a dog. That's that was the compromise. OK, that was a compromise. OK, <laughs> if we're going to buy this duplex and not the single family home, then I don't want to rent out the second unit while we live there. Gotcha. And I said, OK, you know, gotcha. we're we're married. That's the compromise. You, gotta, <laughs> you better learn that early on when you're married, that it is a compromise. That was and a good so, move. But now you got it. You guys moved on. Yep. Right? So tell us about that. Right. So you, so you got the duplex. It's rented out. Mm-hmm. And did you get any other properties at the time out there? At the time? No. So we okay. lived there for a year. And okay. and during that year, I actually ended up joining Atlas okay. as an agent in okay. Colorado. So that's how I got my feet wet. Okay. Um, with Atlas. And I had all those relationships. So it was easy. And actually at the time, my broker was like, Hey, if you ever want to switch careers, I'll give you a job. I don't, let, I don't really hire realtors. I don't really hire agents. I like hiring sales guys okay, and investors. And, and I like you. So let me know if you ever want to switch careers. And I did at that point. Boy, he you know, was selling, he was yeah. selling so, you. <laughs> he, yeah. He sold me a property and a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And so I eventually joined Atlas and just started working on, on the retail side. Retail side would just mean buying and selling single family homes. And in Colorado, Atlas has a relationship with Zillow. So we're actually their exclusive broker in Colorado. Okay. So anytime Zillow, and they're active here as well mm-hmm. in Phoenix, but anytime they buy and sell a home, we act as, as their agent. And Zillow generates a ton of leads, a ton of leads. Mm-hmm. 
and all those go to Atlas. So all those buyers, all those sellers, that's where, where I really got a lot of the experience early on. You know, okay. a lot of agents in their first year, they don't do very many deals. I did like 25. I just had wow. deals, deals coming at me. It'd give you a lot of experience right away. Oh yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So kind of going back a little bit, Mike, so you, you're doing the house hacking or quote unquote house hacking. You made the compromise with Life, lifestyle house. Yeah, hacking, yeah. Yeah. Lifestyle house. So, I mean, I was smart on your part because you said, you know what, I'll, I'm willing to make this compromise, you know, where we hold this property for a year because I know once we come out of it, now we can rent out both units mm-hmm. yep. and still make that money. What do you think you would, you may have done differently if you would have done differently in that first deal? I think we might've been more patient because, you know, when you're looking for six months and you might see a deal per month that works, that first deal that, that works, you want to jump on it. Yep. And I love the property. I think it's in a great location, but just from a, a general feeling, you know, just being more patient. And I think it's hard on your first one. You want to, you know, buy something. Yeah. You want to buy something. <laughs> you got money burning a hole in your pocket. You got a pre-approval. Yep. You want to buy something. But, you know, patience is big in real estate because you want to buy the right asset in the right location and the right property for you. So I think we just would have been more patient. I don't know that I would go back and buy a different deal. Okay. Because you take what the market gives you and you just have to deal with what's coming to you at the time, right? And market dynamics change constantly. So I just would have been more patient from, you know, a general perspective, but I don't think we... Re- you know, regret it okay. by any means. So keep, keep at it. Compromise. Yep. Right. You, you mm-hmm. thought, exactly. You thought forward into the future uh-huh. on that deal. Yeah. Chess moves was a great move. And then what else was there? We point out there relationships. Yeah. There relationships. Go. A lot of good go. stuff. So, so let's dive into Atlas a little bit. So tell us about the company ultimately joined and start, did your first 25 deals. With. Yeah. But, but, and, but if, before we do that, I'm sorry, Mike, oh yeah. let's, let's get a brief word from our sponsor let's who is it. Atlas. Mm-hmm. So let's hear a word from Atlas. And when we come back, we'll jump into more about how you did those 25 deals in the first year. So let's take a brief break and we'll be right back. This episode of the Azria show is brought to you by Azria business associate, Zona Law Group. Zona Law Group handles numerous real estate matters with a focus on landlord-tenant law in Arizona. For more information, visit their site at Zona.Law. All right, we are back and we're here with Michael Bennett, who is an agent with Atlas Real Estate Investment Group. So, Mike, what was that question that you were getting ready to ask? So, tell us, tell us some more about... Um... Atlas, the company, what you guys do? You know, I know you did your first 25 deals there. So let's tell us how that relationship worked and maybe how you went from Colorado to Phoenix with Atlas. Yeah, that's super interesting. So just a little history on, on Atlas. You know, our company got started with two guys, our founders, Ryan Boykin and Jason Shepard, coming mm-hmm. out of, you know, the aftermath of the, the Great Recession and everything that happened in the real estate market. And they started building a portfolio of real estate, primarily single family homes. And that's what Atlas, which wasn't called Atlas at the time. That's what it was. It was the por- portfolio of our founders. Okay. And because they had this growing portfolio of real estate, they were using different property managers and that just wasn't as well as they wanted it to. So 
they started a property management business, which ultimately became our company to manage all this real estate themselves and do property management differently. So that's how the company started. The brokerage came later, you know, on the heels of that. I think, don't quote me on this, but I think the brokerage started in maybe 2014, 2015 in Denver. We uh, branched out to uh, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, and then now have that Zilla relationship in Colorado as well. And that's you know a, a big reason of why you know I was able to do so many deals in that first year, and then also just all the relationships oh, yeah. that you have. It's a very different style of brokerage. So all of our agents, actually not all of them, but the majority of agents are full time W two on salary. So totally different model. Yeah, what we found yeah. was that agents who are on salary perform a lot better. Previous mm. to that model was a traditional contract 1099 brokerage model. And if you look at our numbers then uh, versus what they are now, each agent on average performs much better than in the 1099 model. Wow. Okay. It's great. great. So, so you guys are traditional realtors. Mm-hmm. You guys have a property management division. Yep. And I think you mentioned cash buyers as well. Yeah. We, we now have a, a fund where we're making offers to homeowners. Awesome. Yeah. So primarily single family homes, some, some townhomes here in Arizona, Arizona, Phoenix, as well as Tucson and in some of our other markets. So how'd you go from Colorado to Arizona? So we had our, a very small team here, kind of a skeleton crew. And so we had set up property management and that's kind of the model that we do before we enter any market is to get property management set up. It was a foundation of our business in the beginning and it's still the foundation now when we go into a new market. So we're here in, in Phoenix, we're in Tucson, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins and Denver, but we're also in Las Vegas now, Salt Lake city and Idaho. And before we entered any of those markets, it was to put together a property management team. And that allows us to get to know the city, get to know residents, get to know rents, get mm-hmm. to know vendors, which is really important for our investment business. So that's really number one is, is to get property management in place. And, and we had that here. And as the brokerage started growing, they need just more force behind, behind the brokerage, more of that business development. And so they asked me to come out here and, and manage the office. And I had never thought about living in Arizona. I thought it was just dusty, hot, <laughs> sunny driveways. <laughs> I was in Colorado. I love snowboarding. We're up in the mountains. It's snowing. And they asked me to move to Arizona, which is quite different. And, you know, we thought about that for a little bit. And, you know, we started looking at the market, looking at it from a business and a lifestyle move, but primarily, hey, is this going to be a good move for us, for our business, right. for us financially, for continuing to buy real estate? And we came down here, we spent a few days here, we drove around. Honestly, it kind of felt like home. It kind of felt like Southern California. Uh, yeah, my wife loves it here. Yeah, Arizona kind of rubs off on you. It's that, it that kind of place, you know? It, so. it totally is that kind of place. <laughs> it's not dusty. You know, it's like 120 degrees today, but now I'm used to it. It feels good. Yeah. You know, yep. I'm wearing pants. So we said, yeah, we'll move. Cool. We'll take the opportunity and, and we'll move. So and now you're doing like sales, like retail sales is what you came here to do as well. Run our investment Property. side. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So working with, with our investors that are in Colorado, investors that we have in California, in, in Washington, we've got investors 
working with us from all over the country. And that's why we're actively entering new markets that we see that we think are growth markets that are 20 year markets, because we've got people in all different parts of the country that are looking for a place to put their money and grow their money. So we go into those markets, we put in property management, we learn everything about mm-hmm. that market from a real estate perspective. And then we put the brokerage in place and start placing clients' money there. But we're not placing client money until we know that city. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are established here now. Exactly. For sure. So exactly. So so an investors living in New York, California, and they've been interested in Arizona, they can reach out to you kind of like a a whole service, finding the property to renting yeah. it. To- yeah. I call it a, a, a turnkey operation for out-of-state investors. Okay. Okay. Not too much about the properties we buy is turnkey, but okay. the operation that we have is. So you have agents that know investing, that own rental property themselves, a company that was built on investment real estate. You yeah. have property management and we are experts in property management. We manage almost 4,000 units now across all of our markets. And then our property managers are very different. You basically have one point of contact for leasing, for management, and for remodels, updates. So for an investor across the country that you know, is buying a value-add property, they may not have the time, the resources, the relationships to come out here and manage a project like that, Inter- interview a bunch of vendors, right. manage that project. Our property managers do that for you. Wow. And we have incredible vendor relationships here. And, you know, our individual property managers, like today, I did an inspection today. And one of our property managers, Hannah, who's awesome, she came with me and we're putting together a scope of work as early as the inspection for what we're going to do for this property. And then we can present that to the investor before they actually close the deal and say, hey, you're looking at like, 40,000, 50,000, 10,000, whatever it happens mm-hmm. to be. And here's kind of the breakdown of what we see. Do you still want to move forward? We think the numbers still work. And once we close on that property, then we can come in, bring our vendors, and then get a line by line breakdown of what we're going to do. Okay. Get, That's huge. Give that over to our investor. And they say, yeah, let's do it. See, Marcus and I, we both invest. Marcus invests in Chicago. I invest in Cleveland as mm-hmm. well. But for us, you know, we're out there interviewing new property manager, interviewing yeah. and trying to find new contractors, inspection companies, boots a lot on of the work. ground. Just yeah. got back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, and you got to fly out there and stuff. So I think that's kind of relieving knowing that an investor that knows they need to invest in another market can call or go to realatlas.com, right? And just contact you and have like kind of like the whole package. Yep. Exactly. The only thing we're not doing is yeah. lending. Yeah. Okay. You know, but we've got a great lender if you need one. So, well, that's usually the the thing. Either they got to get a lender or a lot of, I know investors in other states, they have the money already. They're just kind of like, I don't have the resources. Right. And that's great to hear that you guys offer all that. Yeah. Awesome. So, it is those resources and relationships that you guys are providing out of state investors and in state investors, you know, to do something with their capital Mm -hmm. in order to put it to work. Cause that's one of the things that I wrote down was turnkey. Cause it sounds like a turnkey model, but it's a little bit different because you guys are not actually providing turnkey properties. You're just providing the asset. And then if they decide to do the work, if they Mm -hmm. decide, decide to buy the asset, then you guys provide the vendor list for them to get everything done and you guys manage it. So it's completely different than that whole turnkey model. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, we think it's a very unique model, and you know it's been quite successful for us, and and that's why we're going able to go into these other markets and do the same thing. 
we know, hey, we've gone into new markets and we put in property management and we put in brokerage and we found the vendors and we've got the operation running. So we know that we can do this in, in various other places. And so now we just identify those growth markets that we think are going to be uh, amazing long-term. So, so let's talk, I know there's other markets. What about, let's talk about Arizona, right? Like where do you see what's going on in the rental market right now? Anything you want to share with everybody? And what yeah, I just saw an article a couple of days ago. I sent it to the team that out of, I think the 20 biggest Metro markets in the country, Phoenix was number one for single family rent growth awesome. out of all of them. And Tucson was number two. It was like 12% and 10% year over year for April. Wow. Okay. So single family rents are, are going up extremely fast. Of course, you know, some of that is, is coming on the heels of, of COVID mm-hmm. and what happened to rents, you know, at that point, but the growth is tremendous. And that's just not the only data point. It's, you know, it's the fastest growing state in the union of the Phoenix metro area. It's the fastest growing metro area of its size. You know, we added like 80,000 residents last year or something like that. So you've got all kinds of people moving here from the coast, from colder climates coming here for the real estate, the economy, the jobs, mm-hmm. the lifestyle, the weather. You know, so there are a lot of tailwinds in Arizona's favor for real estate investors. Okay. So tell us real quick, Mike, before we take another break. So you guys are offering these services. I know you guys work with Asria very, very closely. Mm-hmm. What all can you offer members of Asria or members in, in the community? I know we talked about, you know, a slightly turnkey model. How can people reach out to Atlas? You know, what do they need to provide you guys in order to work with them? Yeah, good question. But really, it's simple. I mean, we were at the ASRI event the other night. Mm-hmm. We had a table and some of the investors came to us and we've already got meetings set up. So, I mean, we're very accessible. I'll give them my cell phone number here. Okay. You know, it's very easy to reach out to us. And for, for members specifically, you know, we, we have our, you know, all of our services that we've already talked about, but I'll also, you know, usually do a slightly lower listing fees for okay. members that are selling a property, especially if we can sell it off market. So if you're an owner and you've got a rental property and you want to 1031 into something else, or maybe you just want to retire, you want to sell your property and you don't want to deal with putting it on the market. We've got 50 investors who want to buy real estate right now, mm-hmm. right? So we can handle these transactions 52. off market. Yeah. 52. <laughs> Perfect. And, and you know, for that, if we can you know, represent you as a seller and then bring a buyer, then we can do that at a, at a reduced cost. Than if you were to put it on the market, right, and pay a buyer's agent and a listing nice. agent. Okay, perfect, perfect. So how many, how many, just roughly, how many people are on a team with uh, Atlas here in the valley? In the valley, we probably have maybe a dozen, maybe fifteen. Okay, cool. it's growing. Yeah, I okay. think we just hired someone today yeah. in Tucson. Good, good. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So, so how long have you guys been in Tucson? Or are you just starting that? Uh, I'd say since the start of the year. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. So everybody downstate. Mm-hmm. You know what to do. You can connect with Patrick Allen, 
yeah. or you can make sure you connect with Atlas and get all of your real estate needs taken care of. Cause that's what Azria do. That's what Azria provides the resources that you need in order to extend and expand your real estate portfolio and real estate career. So real quick, we're going to take a brief break. When we come back, we're going to put Michael Bennett on the hot seat. We'll ask him a few hot seat questions and see how he does, see if he makes the cut. So let's hear a brief word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Here's a quick update on Azria's upcoming events. On September 13th is the Phoenix Monthly Meeting. On September 14th is the Tucson Monthly Meeting. Also on September 14th is the Raising Capital and Options subgroup. On September 15th is the How to Find the Best Contractors to Get the Rehab Done drill-down session with Robin Thompson. On September 16th is the Notes subgroup. On September 18th is the Junkers to Millions workshop with Robin Thompson. On September 19th is the How to Build Massive Passive Income from Rentals and Vacation Rentals with Robin Thompson. On September 24th is the Launchpad group session. For more information and to register for these events, go to azria.org slash calendar. A supporter of today's Azria show is Azria Business Associate, Boomerang Capital Partners. They're coined as the best flip and lender, providing financing solutions to help fund your next fix and flip project. For more information, visit boomerangcapital.com. All right. We are back with Michael Bennett of Atlas Real Estate Group, who is an agent, investor, out-of-state investor, um, and all-around good guy. So, Mike, we're going to put you on a hot seat really, 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 really quick. So, all I right, kind of asked you, ask you this question a little bit earlier. Starting over, what would you do differently? Man, it sounds cliche, but I would have started a long time time ago. I would have started before I actually got started. You know, I, would have, I, I wish I would have been smarter when I was younger and, okay. and, you know, saw myself in the, in the future while I was younger and did some things for that future self of mine, you know, before I eventually did, but you know, I didn't start that late. I think I was 32. So okay. it's not that late, but I, I definitely would have educated myself and, and started from a younger age if I could have. Okay. What is one characteristic you believe every high producing investor should have. You got to know what the, the end goal is. The okay. end goal defines your strategy today. And it tells you what moves to make and, and what moves you shouldn't make. So you really have to know what you're working towards. If you just say, hey, I want to be a real estate investor. Why? For what? What, what comes in the future? Mm -hmm. Right? How many properties do you want to have? Or do you want to have passive income? Right? Do you want to work in real estate? Or do you just want to buy and invest in real estate? So knowing that end goal of yours, I think is really important. You yeah. may not know, and it may change. You know, I think mm -hmm. my, my end goal, you know, two years ago is probably going to be different from the end goal that, that I have in five years or 10 years. But all the decisions I make now are going towards that goal that I have, that final goal that I have in my head. So it informs every decision I make today. So I think you have to have that. What's that goal? It's passive income. Awesome. Okay. I want to retire early. There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. That's what every investor should be working towards, honestly, because when you get into it, that's what people say is, you know what? I don't want to work for anyone else. So they have that entrepreneurial aspirations. They want to retire early and they want to be able to kick their feet up and be on the beach or go wherever they want to go whenever they want to do that. And the thing that it takes 
to do that is either own a business or have passive income. That's when you say that. Totally. I, I was looking at those crazy memes. It's like it showed two old people passed out on uh, the gondola in, in Italy. It is like, you know, should start, should have traveled earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's the yeah, whole point, like right? It. Yeah. You so. know, when I, when I think of retirement, I don't see myself not doing deals, right? It just means not working for somebody else, yeah. not having to work if I don't want to. If I'm going to take a month off for six or a year, mm-hmm. I can, right? But I think we were born to work. You know, if I don't put work in, I feel like, well, what am I doing? Yeah. You yeah. know, I have all this energy. Let's get to work. So, you know, retirement to me is really about being, being able to, to have that freedom in your life to work when you want to and do what you want with regard to work. Yep. Yep. Honestly, you, you hit it dead on the head. So Mike, in parting, what words of encouragement can you share or say to a struggling investor that's trying to get started? What would you say to yourself four years ago to keep you committed to work so you can get to where you are now? Yeah, it seems like there's so many things to learn. You know, it seems like there's a wall and all the information is on the other side and you can't see through it. And somehow you got to get over that wall and you just got to take it step by step bit by bit. Just try to educate yourself a little bit more every day. Try to learn something today that you didn't know yesterday. And if it's just one small thing, it's just one small thing, but all those things add up. I like to talk about small wins and small wins in your personal life. They add up to to big wins in your personal life and in your professional life. So read something, listen to something, Mm -hmm. talk to somebody, just learn something new every day. And when you do that, when you put yourself out there, when you talk to people, you will develop those relationships that we started talking about in the very beginning. And those relationships will help you down the road. It may not be today, uh, but they will help you. You never know when you're going to get a call or when you might run into somebody that can help you with that next deal. And so just continuing to put one foot in front of the other. That's great. Yeah. That's what you got to do. It compounds, right? Like that little little piece of knowledge every day, that one action step towards the next deal or your big goal. There's no secret. It's not magic. You know, you just have to put the work in. And if you do that consistently every day, you will see the results. I guarantee it. There you go. There you go. So guys, you heard it right from Mike and Mike. So today we have Mike, Mike and Mark here in the studio uh, recording. So Mike, share with us how we can reach you guys, you know, at Atlas. Mike, you can share the website again so people can go there, address, things like that. Yeah, realatlas.com. You guys are on 3rd Street in Palm? In third, third Street in Palm Lane. Awesome. Yeah. Can they walk in, come visit you? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, phone, I'd love that. Phone number? My cell phone number is 805-886-0098. They can Text give you me call. there. Call me there. I don't think the actual phone number listed for our office I don't think it goes anywhere. So okay. call myself. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Get in touch with Mike, Michael Bennett. So remember to ask for Michael Bennett or Mike Bennett with Atlas Real Estate Group. And guys, there you have it on today. Thank you. We want to make sure that Mike and Mike share with us some parting words before we go. And then I'll let you know what you need to do as far as some calls to action. Yeah, I just want to share one more plug. So Atlas is all about education you know, helping investors get that first deal or grow their portfolio. So we run a webinar series every week, actually multiple times a week. You can find those on meetup, meetup.com, real estate investment hour. And we run um, 
I think they're almost daily now where we have different webinars on a different topic. I do a house hacking one. We have one for investing in small apartments. We have a woman's group taught by women for women. So mm-hmm. check us out, meetup.com, the real estate investment hour. And we are running these webinars, different time zones, different times, different days. So you can catch that information. And if you can't make a certain webinar, reach out to us and we can get you a recording uh, of the last one that, that we did. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So education is always available. Yeah. No, for me, you know, thanks for being here, Mike. Appreciate it. I, I think yeah, my you, pleasure. You, you hit a lot of great points that I believe in and keep at it. Thanks, man. I will. Yep. You yep. guys too. All right. So guys, in parting, thank you for listening to today's show of the real estate as real real estate show as Ria show the as Ria show. Find Michael Bennett at realatlas.com, realatlas.com, realatlas.com. We really appreciate you guys. And just some small calls to action. Remember, go to asria.org slash calendar for all your events. You can become members of subgroups, build those relationships that we talked about. Come on, be a part of the family, see what we're all about. And then remember, you're listening to this podcast. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it on Facebook. You can find it on YouTube, Spotify. You can download it on all the platforms, all the platforms. (laughs) So we're everywhere. We're out there. We want to make sure we get the right education to the right people at the right time for the right reason. So again, this is Marcus Maloney, Mike Delpre. We're signing off. Thank you for being loyal listeners to the Azria show. Thanks for listening to the Azria show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delpre. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, head over to azria.org and learn more about our community.